I'm Kimberly C. Paul. Today we talk with Sarah Fronte. She's a registered nurse and the wife of musician Michael Fronte. Together, they are spreading goodwill through their nonprofit, Do It For The Love. How do we become the architect of our own destiny? Throughout two decades of working with the dying, I think I've discovered the secrets to dying well in America. We must learn to build the pathways to our last chapter, to create the blueprints that reflects our individual lives and values. Knowledge is power, and if we desire a death that reflects our life, we must become the designer. Well, first of all, welcome to Death by Design Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you're married to this rocker dude that spreads love all across the country. Unfortunately, I've not seen him in concert, but many of my close friends have. What is it like to be married to Michael Fronte? You know, it's the million dollar question and I probably give the lamest answer ever. And it's like, just like being married to any other guy who has to wake up in the morning with bad breath and, you know, it's great. It's really incredible to have a partner who's so aligned with, with the, with the same goals that I have in my life of giving back to the world and serving the greater good. Um, the interesting thing is that he's such an artist and a creative and I'm very logical. My background's ER nursing. I like policy protocol. I like rules. I like contracts and he's a dreamer. And I think that's why we make such a great partnership. Well, how did you guys meet? We met um, about eight years ago, and I was actually in the audience of one of my first Michael Franti shows. Um, I wasn't familiar with his music, and our eyes locked, and we talked, and we became fast friends and realized that we had a lot more in common than we realized. And we were friends for three years, and a lot of our friendship was just Skype. Skype had just come out then. And so I had to learn how to Skype and, um, I had one of those like webcams where you look really orange, like, you know, like the ball that you put on top of your desktop and I was orange. And I remember Michael was like, you need to get a MacBook," And I was like, what? And so I got, you know, so that we could Skype and, and yeah. And then I moved to California to travel nurse. Um, and during that time we graduated to boyfriend and girlfriend and we knew we wanted to be partners in life. And then we got married four years later. So, and that was We've been married for almost, well, two years, just over two years. So so your background is ER nursing. Mm-hmm. So you, you are so familiar with people who are coming into the ER with a serious illness and you know you can't make them better. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do make them better though. That's the cool thing. And sometimes True. physically you can't make them feel better. But I think the greatest privilege of being a nurse is the connection that you make with your patient. And so even if physically you can't make them better, it's helping them feel safe and to feel trusted in an environment that's traditionally very hectic and fast paced and unfamiliar. Um, and I think, you know, people, I say as a nurse, you're a counselor, you're an educator, you're a project manager, you know, um, you do, you do everything. And, but at the end of the day, to be really good at your job, it's the personal connection that you make to each individual. And, everyone looks the same. They're all wearing the same green hospital gown. You don't know if they're homeless at the time or if they're the owner of a billion dollar company, you know, they're all one in the same and you treat, treat everyone with the same level of respect. So, and care. So you met, you and Michael met a couple that he had ALS and Stephen Hope and And something sparked inside of you, of course, being an ER nurse and spreading your husband's love. What 
Tell me a little bit about this couple and the door it opened for your nonprofit. You know, as when we when we decided to be partners in life, we always knew we wanted to do something together as individuals. We're both very philanthropic. We're both activists. We really believe in in whatever work we do should serve the community that we're in. Um, we just didn't know what it would look like in partnership. So we knew what we wanted as individuals. And we also knew that one day we'd do something together. And there was this couple, Hope and Steve, and they were tweeting at Michael saying, you know, Steve's going to be at the Wani Festival. This might be his last show. He was diagnosed with ALS. We really want to meet you. And um, the day before the festival, Michael was like, hey, do you see those retweets that I keep doing? He's like, we're going to meet this couple tomorrow. And being a nurse, I'm always curious about the story. So we went on their website and their wedding video was on the site and it was just so beautiful and powerful when you hear someone exchange vows, you know, when you know you're entering a relationship that you know will have true ups and downs. And we met them the next day and now Steve's in a wheelchair and you can only read his lips and Michael invites him to the side of the stage and it's Sunday. So for the previous two days of the festival, everyone's just seen Steve as the guy in the wheelchair, you know, and we're all guilty of it or we kind of like do the like side glance and just like wonder like what's that person's story? How did they get there? And when Michael invited him out on stage, he introduced him as Steve. And so people were able to see past the disability or the illness that he's living with and rather see him as the individual that he is. And it was really powerful. And then Michael plays the song life is better with you, which he wrote for me. And it's a beautiful love song. And um, Steve whispers to hope I want to get up and dance and his wife who's beautiful tall like you know thin like frail she's picking up Steve's frail body and everyone's crying and like 20,000 people in the audience are crying I'm crying Michael's crying and it's this powerful moment for this couple and so we went home that night and we were like we could do this for thousands of people and sometimes when you're in the industry you can forget how powerful your music the effect your music has or just having that connection. And so through the organization, what Do It For The Love does is we send adults and children who are living in end stages of life-threatening illness, children and adults with special needs or severe trauma challenges, and then wounded veterans, including PTSD, to live shows. And for the individual, it's about seeing them for who they are and not the disease that they're living with, acknowledging that this is their journey. If you're dying, your life's not over. This is just your normal um, and then recognizing the caregivers for the work that they're doing. And as a nurse, you know, I was like, I studied it. Illness is family centered. I've written papers about it. I know. So we have to send three caregivers or family members or friends with this individual. So it's this big group celebration. And then within one year of starting Do It For The Love, um, Michael's son was diagnosed with a chronic kidney condition, FSGS. And then two days later, my mom got a breast cancer diagnosis. And we automatically became Do It For The Love families. And I became my mom's primary caregiver. And it was only then when I truly understood the emotional journey that caregivers are also on this roller coaster when you're when you're caring for a loved one. And it became even more important for us to do organization to also acknowledge caregivers. So you get this beautiful night of respite together. And then the unexpected effect of the organization is the inspiration that artists get, you know, and um, the connection too. and talking about people's stories. Like when we met Hope and Steve, it was before the ice bucket challenge. So nobody knew what ALS was. And it was really cool for us to be able to share the story through our social media and our audience um, to just show what other people's journeys are like, you know, everyone's life is unique. Everyone's challenges are are unique to them. No two people live the same life. And it's a real honor to be part of that storytelling too. 
Well, there's a video of Hope and Steve at that concert, and I, I encourage anyone to see it because that's when I connected you and your husband to this nonprofit, Do It For The Love. Yeah, so Do It For The Love is not specific to my husband's music. Do It For The Love is for any artist or live concert experience in North America, and we actually do all over the world. So we've had, we've, we, so it, we've connected people with all kinds of artists. So we've done artists like Blake Shelton, Kenny Chesney, Beyonce, Lady Gaga has been so generous, Ed Sheeran. Um, we've sent little, little kids, two-year-olds to Barney, you know, Barney, um, you know, like the off-Broadway show, the musicals. And so we use Michael as our guinea pig when we first started to ensure that our process was seamless because there's a lot of incredible people doing really incredible things in the world. And they're all just as important as our work. And we just want to make sure that as an organization, we didn't add more work to another person's play, specifically artists and their team in providing these really special moments. So yeah, so now we have this super wide reach. Um, Paul McCartney, you know, it's, it's really, really beautiful. And you know, the cool thing about music and we were only four years old and we actually this summer celebrated our 1000 live concert wish. So we've sent a thousand families to, to live shows of all artists. And it's just cool to see that we've exponentially grown every year because music is so universal and it gives people the words to share and express how they feel when they can't find the words to speak it themselves. And we've all had that moment in that stadium when that one song comes on and you're all singing the same words and everyone becomes your best friend. And maybe deep down in your soul, that song is speaking to something different than the next person, but you're unified over the connection, you know, and it's a really beautiful thing. So, so it's been cool to see um, how people connect with all different kinds of artists and genre of music. Well, what I love is that your mission is a nonprofit mission, that any money that you raise goes to get individuals to their favorite artist. And you actually get them behind stage and to meet the artist and to sign autographs and all of these wonderful things. But I know it takes money to do this. So how can people support you and Michael's mission for Do It For The Love? You know, we have all levels of giving. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you can give us $5 or $1,000. It's all important. And the thing that's really important for Michael and I is community. And so we really get inspired when we hear about grassroots organizing and fundraising. So, you know, people come up to me and say, you know, I really want to support Do It For Love. What can I do? And I'm like, do whatever you can do. So if it's, and they say too, like, I want to get my kids involved in this. And it's like, if you want to do a bake sale and have your kids raise $30, that is so significant to us. Um, spreading the word is really, really significant. Volunteering is really significant. So on a large scale, we do two high earning fundraisers a year. Um, one's coming up. It's called the Rockers Ball. It's on November 17th. It's in San Francisco. Um, that's one of our gala events. And then we do one in May of every year. One of our board members is one of the founders of Bottle Rock Napa Valley Music Festival. And they put on an event the Thursday before the festival. And then all through the year, we have this really beautiful community of people all over the country who are doing community work, community organizing. So from yoga karma classes to backyard barbecues, employment matching. Um, so whenever people say, how can we get involved? I say, you can do three things. You can spread the word, share, share our social media posts. You can volunteer 
and then you can donate and that can be at any level. Um, and, uh, this Christmas we're actually going to do a giving campaign and we found a match donor match sponsor. So we're going to announce, so every dollar raised is going to be matched. So we're super excited about it. And we can't wait to talk about it because this is going to double everyone's effort and work. Well, I'm looking forward to helping you guys spread the word. So talk to me a little bit about how you identify individuals with a terminal illness or a chronic illness to get them to apply for something like this. Because, you know, we have 4,000 hospices nationally in just in the United States, and they're all on a short timeline of end of life. So how do people reach out to get sponsored to go to some of these events? So you can nominate yourself or someone that you care about. You go on our website, doitforthelove.org, and there's an application that you can fill out. And it's pretty straightforward. We do ask for a doctor's note that's confirming diagnosis. Um, But otherwise, if you want to nominate someone that you know loves music, but you're not quite sure who they'd want to go see also, um, you can leave that blank and then our team will reach out to them and fill in all those details. We don't fly anyone anywhere and that helps keep our budget low and keep our dollars really into the programming. Um, But we will provide hotel rooms. And if you're coming in from a smaller city to a bigger city center, we'll help with gas or if you need accessible transportation. Um, But yeah, but you just go online and and just fill out the form and, and we'll get back in touch with you. We have an incredible team who helps coordinate these wishes. So It's been great. I have to admit, you do have an incredible team and they are really on top of communication because (laughs) it's taken us a a little bit of time to to get this podcast, but your team is extraordinary. Yeah. Really cool people. Thank you. Thank you. We're really happy with our family. So you are on tour with Michael right now, correct? We're actually home. We're in San Francisco, which is so unique that we are both home, just like working from home. Yeah. So has the tour ended or will the tour be picked back up? So the tour, the official Love Out Loud tour is now wrapped. Um, There will be a few one-off shows, but now Michael's working on recording a new album and he's working on a documentary. So he's got a lot on the go as well. So are you still a practicing nurse? I'm not bedside nursing. Um, and I do miss it. And so I was thinking even this morning, I actually woke up and I'm like, I should just get a casual per diem job. Um, but I'm doing my master's in public health right now. So I'm in grad school and then I'm the chief strategy officer of do for the love. Um, and I serve on the board of course. And then, um, we do a lot of, a lot of other projects. I have a jewelry line called Saralua designs that I run and we have a hotel in Bali that I oversee the marketing for. So by the way, uh, I'd love a, a hotel room in Bali. I can be your next podcast and you got to go do market research, right? I t- totally agree with you. I, she needs me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to give to get right. Yeah. Um, so tell tell us one more time where do it for the love uh, what's the website and how people get involved. Yeah, so the do, so the website is doitforthelove.org. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um where we share all of our stories and it's just do it for the love org. Um and email us if you just want to get straight on email, you can email info at doitforthelove.org and we are super pumped to hear from all of you and um, you know, it's like, do what you can do and start with your own community. And if it's just telling your family about the organization, that makes a huge difference for us. Well, I can't tell you, um, I never thought I would be talking with you, um, 
because you guys are musicians, you're singers, but you know, this whole common thing is that we're all going to face end of life Mm -hmm. and it is the way we live. Mm -hmm. And I think you and your husband, Michael spread this, this ultimate one word that should define life. And that's love accepting people for from where they're at. And recently I saw a video of Michael just showing up at a concert and sitting down, I believe she was like seven Mm. and sitting down and playing with her and you guys seem so down to earth. How do you guys, how can you be this well-known couple, this power couple, and be so down to earth? I mean, how do you, how do you guys ground yourselves? Is it Bali? It's Bali. Um, it's gratitude. It's gratitude. Um, we're just so grateful for every single person who comes into our lives, whether they were on the street and they just, you know, walk up to us and say, you know, do for love inspires us or one of Michael's songs change them or one of their songs is a wedding song. Um, it's gratitude. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes you get so caught up in the day and you're so busy and you forget about the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing, which I'm also guilty of, you know, you get caught up in the administrative part of the org nonprofit or do for love and you forget why you even got into it. And you have to go back to gratitude to refocus yourself and really align with your purpose. And I think, that's what keeps us the most centered and, and, um, and happy. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the work that you do. Um, I'm slowly and ultimately going to be a Michael Fronte fan. (laughs) Um, but I'm, I'm definitely a Sarah Fronte fan with what you're doing and being a nurse at the bedside, what it takes. And then to be a caregiver, taking care of your own family is, is a, a tough thing, but what you're doing is changing how people are facing end of life by just offering love and music, and I am grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for helping us spread the word. Your assistants, they all have my number and email, and if there's anything I can do to further your mission with Do It For The Love, all you have to do is ask. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today, and remember, you're the designer.